Coming up in this episode. I was running to see what had happened on 23rd Street. I walked by something that caught my eye. The woman who discovered and reported the pressure cooker bomb in Chelsea in Manhattan. I didn't know it was a pressure cooker. It just looked like a big pot to me, and it had wires coming out of it. The extraordinary story of how she found the bomb, didn't know what it was, but for some reason she couldn't let it go. It was staying in my mind. There was this nagging idea in my mind that I should go back and take a better look at this object. And if you wonder whether the See Something, Say Something campaign works, we've got the proof. Coming up on this edition of Target USA. The National Security Podcast. Target USA is brought to you by TrueCar. Pricing information is great and necessary, but there's more to buying a car than just price. There's the actual buying experience, and to enjoy a better one, you have to go to a True Car certified dealer. They are there to help you find the car you want, and they are what make True Car unique. With True Car, you can connect with a local certified dealer of your choosing so you can lock in guaranteed savings off MSRP and enjoy a better buying experience. In fact, TrueCar users save an average of $3,279 off MSRP. And TrueCar customers are more likely to enjoy a faster buying process when they connect with one of TrueCar's 11,000 certified dealers nationwide. TrueCar users save an average of $3,279 off MSRP. And you can work directly with a TrueCar certified dealer contact. When you're ready to buy a new or used car, visit TrueCar.com or download the TrueCar app to enjoy a better buying experience. Some features are not available in all states. From WTOP in Washington, D.C., this is Target USA. Very graphic situation. San Bernardino. An act of terrorism. Paris. An attack on all of humanity. The Islamic State. I'm back, Obama. They want you to imagine them in the shadows. Hostile nation states. Can inflict mortal damage to the United States. Cyber criminals. Decryption successful. America has a target on its back. And on this program, we investigate the threats, the people behind them, the agencies fighting them, and the impact on you. This is Target USA. The National Security Podcast. I'm J.J. Green. Walk down any street in Manhattan at any time, and you're likely to see numerous strange objects, unusual behavior by a diverse array of people, some of whom are in all states of dress or undress. Some of them are uttering everything from sales pitches to insults. So most people put up a wall and move briskly about their business, ignoring the sideshows. But every now and then, you're forced to stop and take notice. That was the case on the night of Saturday, September 17th in Manhattan's Chelsea neighborhood. Jane Schreibman, who lives on 27th Street, found what would later be identified as a pressure cooker bomb. She found it, inspected it visually, and left it, continuing on about her business. But something kept telling her to go back and check it out. So we caught up with her and asked her, how it all went down. How did this happen that you happened to stumble on this 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 item? No, a friend of mine called me to ask me if I was all right because there had been an explosion in my neighborhood. 
And I hadn't heard anything about the bomb that went off on 23rd Street. So I went running out to see what had happened. And as I was running to see what had happened on 23rd Street, I walked by something that caught my eye. What about it caught your eye? Well, there was a pressure cooker, which I didn't know it was a pressure cooker. It just looked like a big pot to me. And it had wires coming out of it. And then the wires were attached to another gadget, to some gadget I couldn't make out. Um, but on my street, there's a lot of garbage all the time. You know, there's always strange things on the sidewalk. So though it caught my eye, I uh, kept going to 23rd Street. And then um, there was, it was staying in my mind. There was this nagging idea in my mind that I should go back and take a better look at this object. So I did. And when I returned, it was still there. And at first I had thought that it had been thrown out with a lot of garbage. Someone was cleaning their apartment on the weekend. Mm -hmm. But then I realized that what I had taken for garbage was mailbox containers and just regular street debris. So the pot was actually standing there by itself on the side of the street. So So it was so strange-looking. Yeah. So your next... I thought that either it was like a child science experiment that that they had done for school or an artist trying to do some kind of kinetic artwork. So when uh, when did your mind finally say, okay, this is something I need to call the authorities about? Well, okay, because I kept, I kept, I know that saying whenever you go in the subway, it says, if you see something, say something. Right. Also, there had just been a bomb on 23rd Street, so I thought, mm, that makes it a little, suspic-, you know, that also um, was something I considered. And then the third thing was I remembered a few years ago, there were some street vendors on Times Square who had called 911 because they saw a car that was parked illegally and the motor was on, and that turned out to be a car bomb. That's and right. That I, was, yeah, that and that was in my mind. I was so impressed by these guys that had called. And so those three things together made me call. Yeah, that car bomb situation was May 1st, May Day of 2010, Times yeah, Square. a long time ago, but I remembered it. Yeah, that's excellent. So... Um, once you realize what this was, what went through your mind once you found out that this was a bomb? Well, I didn't know. I went down after I called 911. I called from my apartment, then I went back downstairs, and there was a state trooper at the site, and he saw me coming towards him, and he said, run, get off the street. And so I, I still didn't know if it was a bomb, but I realized that he was taking it seriously. Mm-hmm. So when did you realize that you had done a really, really good, <laughs> really good thing? <laughs> no, I think a few people had called, and um, I think the person that did the good thing was the guy that invented that saying. Well, if you, you see something, do something. If you see something, say something, yes. Well, you know what? Um, thank you so much for, for saying something, and um, I just have to ask you, you know, on a daily basis, you know, you see stuff all the time, crazy stuff. And I was in the Chelsea neighborhood around the 4th of July, actually, um, visiting. And, um, you know, as you're right, there's awful. There's an awful lot of debris on the street. 
And, um, you know, at any time, you know, there are strange people doing strange things. But yeah, you are a, a, a resident and you know your you know your city. So, you know, some, seeing something that's out that sticks out. It, it has just, to be really weird. But then who would ever imagine that there would be a pressure cooker bomb on the sidewalk in front of your house? That's sort of crazier than fiction yeah so now now that this has happened um how how are you doing and uh how are you approaching life well exactly the same except i'm trying to be aware all the time well that's awesome that is such such an awesome thing thank you for doing that thank you for sharing your story and um i wonder if you have any advice or anything else you'd like to add for the rest of us uh, well i think everybody now has to be aware of their surroundings and not take things for granted, and not be too lazy to take the extra effort to um, to try to figure out if something is really not the way it should be. Yeah. You know, it's too easy to push things aside and say, oh, that's nothing. But sometimes it is something. And in this case, it was a really big something. Yeah. Who would have thought? That's Jane Schreibman who found the second bomb in Chelsea. The See Something, Say Something campaign had a big impact on her life, and she and others are crediting it with possibly saving the lives of others. Do not leave bags on the tent. Maybe you see something suspicious, but you don't want to get involved. It's nothing you think. Can you be sure? If you see something, say something. Report suspicious activity to local authorities. Coming up, in our next episode. North Korea is building a nuclear and missile capability in the, in the short term. We're talking about a few years here. Will become an existential nuclear threat to the United States. That's the former mission manager for the U.S. on North Korea with some stark words about what lies ahead. And a former chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff says the time has come to focus. On the urgency with which this is required to be addressed and the likelihood in the very near future that that he's going to have this capability and he won't go through a test phase. I'm J.J. Green and this is Target USA. The National Security Podcast. You know, if like the rest of the whole world, you're all caught up in the what the did Donald tweet today game. Good news. Podcast One's got a few shows that you need to download pronto. There's Breitbart's Milo Yiannopoulos. A weekly discussion of all things technology, media, video games, politics, internet culture, and of course, the dreaded social justice warriors. Former Clinton White House advisor Dick Morris. Hillary, I worked as her chief advisor for 20 years. I know her and she should not be president. Weekly Standard Editor Bill Crystal. We're fighting a war against radical Islam, but the President of the United States won't call it a war and he won't mention radical Islam. And all the editors of The Standard get together to do a weekly confab. Welcome to the confab. I'm Eric Felton. Download Milo, Dick, Bill, and the confab today on the Podcast One app or subscribe at podcastone.com.